Boom. Welcome back to another episode of Evolving Through Experience, where we discuss and grow from every aspect, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and beyond. Today, guys, we have a special guest. We got Sharnice in the building. How you feeling? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. First and foremost, thank you for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. Nah, for sure. So today, I'm going to call this episode Evolving Vibes with a Vegan. You <laughs> obviously know why. We're going to talk about that. I think this... Yeah, this is the second vegan I had on the show, so it's always a pleasure because I be trying to convert everybody, but yeah. low-key, but they don't be going for it, so it's all good. So, uh, like I said, thank you for coming on. So today, obviously, we're just going to be talking about growth in every aspect, like I already told you. Um, I already know some of your story, but I want to go into that a little more, um, starting with childhood because, obviously, childhood is such a, a vital moment and pivotal moments in our lives that create to create us, uh, pretty much build us to who we ultimately meant to be. So I want to start there for you. Okay, so just uh, I grew up in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. um, my family is mainly from up north, so mm -hmm. I was able to experience both. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just rural South Carolina mm -hmm. like my peers, mm -hmm. you know. So I was always exposed to other cultures mm -hmm. and other backgrounds. So I think that that was real big for me. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up with both parents in the household, okay. a brother, but it wasn't it wasn't like TV yeah. perfect. It yeah. wasn't like that. It was a lot of trauma, mm -hmm. and it, it was like I was the only one who saw it. Okay, and let's talk about that, and that's what we came to talk about. And um, I know you, you're Jamaican, right? You said that. No, my your godparents are. Your, your godparents. Okay, yeah. okay. So let's talk about that, because I know you said it's a lot of trauma, but at the same time, I think within these moments, if you caught that early, obviously you knew how to uh, pretty much stop it and versus creating it again. Because I know we always say break generational curses, but I think a lot of people get caught up in creating new ones. Not realizing you're trying to break these old ones, but you start creating new ones. So let's just talk about that a little more as far as, like, the traumas that you did see in your childhood. Um, it was it was with both parents, but okay. I didn't realize both parents until mm -hmm. I got older. Mm -hmm. See, I thought it was just one parent. Mm -hmm. You know, specifically <laughs> that one parent. I got but you. <laughs> once I got older, then it was, okay, you were the problem too, mm -hmm. you know, and you can't. You can't break generational curses until you fully understand, like, how they affected you. Mm -hmm. So once you have a clear view of how it affected you, then mm -hmm. you can start breaking it down. Like, okay, I'm not going to do this to my children. Correct. Or you can catch different actions that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you know what? My mom did that to me or my dad did that to me. And I know how it made me feel in those moments. I don't want to do that to my child. Correct. You know, so it's like you don't know beforehand all the time sometimes Correct. you're not even aware yeah sometimes you have to see that see it happen you have to see your child like drop mm -hmm. their head mm -hmm. and get sad and then you're yeah. like i know that feeling yeah you know and then then you have to dig deep and do the work and you're like okay let mm -hmm. me fix this no nah, facts yeah. and i think I, and with that i'm glad you said that because i definitely could say i could relate to that so with that do you feel like or let's say there's some examples. You know how we always say, I'm not going to do this as a parent. Mm -hmm. And then do you feel like you ever got to a point where you did do those, not some of the same things, but things you said you wasn't going to do. Then you later found out like, dang, I'm doing the same thing. And then it's like, like you said, you take that reevaluation. I never had that. Oh, when I get older, I'm not doing that. You know, mm -hmm. I never had mm -hmm. that. It was more so, it was more so like, okay, you're sick. Mm -hmm. You know, let's work on you. Like mm -hmm. I helped my parents heal. Mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. so that's why we're able to have a relationship that we have now because yeah. like I said I was the only one that saw it I was mm -hmm. able to identify it and I was able mm -hmm. to put it in language so that mm -hmm. they understood yeah you know but prior to that mm -hmm. it was more so like okay you make me feel like this mm -hmm. I'm not gonna deal with you because I already put it out on the table mm -hmm. if you don't want to fix it then we just can't move forward yeah. so it, it wasn't like I don't want to be like you. I'm not going to be like you. It was no resentment or yeah, anger okay. in that in that way. Mm -hmm. It was more so like, why aren't you hearing me? I'm mm -hmm. explaining to you the problem. Mm -hmm. Why can't you fix it? Yeah. You know, until my dad said to me one day, you're saying all of this, right? But where do I go from here? Mm. And once he said that to me, it registered. I understood like, okay, now you, you, you're telling him the issue, mm -hmm. but he didn't know it was an issue. Mm -hmm. You know, he dealt with the same thing or even worse in his mm -hmm. childhood. So now you have to give him direction on how to move forward with mm -hmm. you and be a part of your kid's life. Mm -hmm. You know, so I had to, like, direct a lot. It's yeah. like I had to be the emotional parent. Mm -hmm. So And do you feel like, when did that exactly happen? Because obviously this, like you said, this you realized it in, like, your teenage years, correct? 
You said, yeah. okay, or your adulthood. So actually, what, my childhood. Child. Yeah. Well, you realize it, but like, when did you start? Pretty much, like, they when you made that conversation and they started being, they started listening and truly hearing you to the point. It's like now he's like, all right, where do I go from here? Like, what was the time frame on all of this? I always spoke up about it. Always. In okay. My, in my childhood, mm-hmm. I spoke up about it. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you make me feel this, or I would mm-hmm. write long letters, like mm-hmm. because I didn't want my language to come off as disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So I would I would write letters and I would like hide them around the house yeah. so they could find them because That's I didn't smart. know how to present it to present them. It. You know? So I always said it. And mm-hmm. a lot of times he'll just laugh it off or mm-hmm. just say I'm sensitive or something like yeah. that. So it I wasn't realize. yeah, it wasn't until last year actually mm-hmm. that we went to a point where I was about to cut him off again. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when he said, what do I do moving yeah. forward? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's beautiful because for you to say you caught this in your childhood, most children are not going to catch that in their childhood to the point where they may know they have the emotions, but not the intellect to understand like how to communicate it or even try because most, like you said, would have tried to have the conversation and it came off disrespectful. But you took it the next a level that many not gonna think of of writing letters and like you said you you repeatedly did it so that's just a beautiful thing that you caught it this young and you was obviously able to pretty much communicate it in different forms yeah. so yeah so with that also I just want before we even transition like I said so you said last year so when was the first time last year I know y'all just you got to a point where it was about to happen again but between that first time even with your mom. What was that phase for her? Like, when did she be like, all right, I came to the realization of what you're saying, and, like, now I'm going to go from here or make things better or try? I was an adult as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, like I said, I'm from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I moved here with my nail career, and mm-hmm. my mom was like, you're not going by yourself with twins. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to help you. Can mm-hmm. I come? Mm-hmm. So I say, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm taking care of my mom and mm-hmm. the twins. Mm-hmm. So at that point is where I really started to see mm-hmm. Like, okay, it wasn't just my dad. Yeah. You know, it was mm. you too. And I saw her rubbing things off on my kids, and I'm like, mm. dang, you used to do that to me too. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not doing this. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll figure out the parenthood thing by mm-hmm. myself. Thank yeah. you for helping me. I really appreciate it. But I can't move forward with mm-hmm. this because I don't want them to have to recover like I had to recover. Yeah. You know? Repeat so, a cycle. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I broke it down to her, mm-hmm. and I explained, and then we had to separate. Mm-hmm. You know, she had to move back home. She bought a house. She, mm-hmm. It wasn't like I just kicked her out, you yeah. know. She was able to prosper, mm-hmm. but Thank she you. was also able to get in a space where she was alone, mm-hmm. and she was able to heal. Yeah. You know, because she left her parents' house, mm-hmm. got married, had children, mm-hmm. and it was never any, any alone time. Mm-hmm. And she also had a childhood yeah. that was damaging. Mm-hmm. So... Her having this alone time, she was able to understand. She was able to get it together, and now she's much better. I mean, sometimes it's still, it's still things, you know, and sometimes I just deal with it because mm-hmm. everything is not going to be corrected. Everything's not going to yeah. be perfect, mm-hmm. you know, but for the most part, it's not damaging my children. Correct, yeah. And it's not continuously damaging me. Correct, which is the biggest, too, because you got to lead the children. So with that, as far as that part, when would you say, would you feel like – you having children, it made you have the ability to give them more grace? Because now you've seen it from, you're a parent now when you had your twins. Did you Would you say that gave you the opportunity to give them more grace now that you became a parent? You, you know, see things from a different perspective yeah, a little but bit? No, no? It, 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 okay. didn't, it didn't allow me <laughs> no to give grace. them grace. <laughs> I got it, you. <laughs> it confused me even more because what? I knew uh, the feeling of what it was mm-hmm. to have children now. Yeah. So how could you make your child mm-hmm. feel like that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then if your child is openly expressing it to you, mm-hmm. how can you not yeah. correct it? How can yeah. you not want to look in the mirror and check yourself? Yeah. You know, I've been saying that since I was a kid. What's mm-hmm. wrong? Yeah. You know, so no grace. Yeah, no not, grace. Not, not, not in that you. aspect. Yeah, not in that aspect. Okay, yeah. cool. Now, nah, that, that's valid, though. I, I appreciate you sharing that because I would have thought, like, because when I became a parent, for certain stuff, I give grace. I could say I give grace because I understand how parent, but parenthood is hard. But I'm glad you said in that aspect, because in other aspects, you would say you gave grace, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I think if, if it was, fi- like, financial or something okay. like that. got you. And I will say, okay, I get it. You yeah. couldn't afford this at mm-hmm. that time. Okay. I've been there, you know, mm-hmm. now I experience it. Yeah. But that wasn't the issue. Mm-hmm. It was, like, more so emotional trauma. Got more you. More so than anything. So what do you do, like, when you have to get to those moments of when you got to go into solitude 
um, or even in the past to help you overcome. I know you said you have helped heal them tremendously, which is a great thing, and it, it really should have been the other way around. But if that's how it's meant to be, at the end of the day, you still mm -hmm. got to the end goal. So what are some of the things you've done to help you yourself heal is in, the moment, in those moments of solitude? I meditate deeply. Mm -hmm. Like, I retract. I go deep inside. Mm -hmm. Like, I find that that realm, you mm -hmm. know, that inner God. And yeah, I, I go in that space, and I mm -hmm. sit there until the answers come to me. Yeah. And they're going to come because God speaks to you. Yeah, facts. Especially once you enter that space, mm -hmm. and you allow everything around you to be silent so mm -hmm. you can hear. It, it it just happens. Okay. Nah, facts. Uh, hey, maybe you're gonna maybe you're gonna host some of those classes too, huh? I'm, I don't <laughs> know if I can teach intuition though. You can't, but maybe some. Well, I'm saying, let's say some people that already got it, but helping them go to yeah. a next level type thing. Yeah. Because I mean, if you don't got it, I don't. I see what you mean. It's gonna be hard to teach that. But if you're already on that same energy and you feel that, then you could probably work with those same type of people. So with that next, um, as far as motherhood, when did when, when did you have your your twins? Were they playing a film mommy accent? Definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. Okay. Definitely yeah, not. Okay. I just graduated high school. Mm -hmm. I was eighteen. Mm -hmm. Like a month after high school yeah. graduation, I found out I was pregnant. I was devastated. <laughs> so you know? okay, devastated. <laughs> hey, I feel yeah. you on that because when I found out, I was like, whoa! I was in shock. So from a mother's perspective, like before we get into it even more, I want to ask you. You was devastated. So what was that process of you getting through that, of, like, deciding what route you was going to go? Because, I mean, for me personally, to be transparent, that was a conversation. It, was, it wasn't expected. So what was that process? Because I know it's other mothers out there that may just have graduated and, and some may are still in high school, fresh in high school or whatever, trying to figure out that process. So as a young person, even though you was obviously smart and intellectual young, what could you say to them? Well... I had a plan, you know, mm -hmm. and being that I, I had situations with my parents, my mm -hmm. plan was to leave. Mm -hmm. Having children was holding me back. Mm -hmm. So I had to battle with that, mm -hmm. you know, and then, then like what we just spoke about, like, mm -hmm. okay, are your children going to be affected by what you go through? Mm -hmm. You know, so I had to battle there. Mm -hmm. I had a full ride to college, but it was in my hometown, so I still had to stay at home. Mm -hmm. You know, so it was a constant battle. Mm -hmm. um, I went into a depression. Like, two mm -hmm. weeks, I just stayed in my bed mm -hmm. and watched Teen Mom. It was like a marathon, mm -hmm. which was probably the worst thing. But <laughs> you could watch, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> but that Word. happened. Then I went through this really deep spiritual mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. And Feel it was like elaborate. outer body. Mm -hmm. It's so it's so crazy. No, nah, it's not going to be crazy <laughs> to me. And I think well, my audience is not going to be crazy. So if you don't mind, definitely elaborate. So I would have, I had an abortion appointment mm. set. You know? Okay. So I would have dreams like mm -hmm. every night. Like I wouldn't even go to sleep because I was mm -hmm. having these dreams and it was mm -hmm. these little things just like running up on me, like in the dark, yeah. like, why'd you do it? Like, yeah. like that. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I shouldn't get the abortion. Yeah. Like you're telling me, no, yeah. that, that's what this mm -hmm. is. These are, it's a lot of little seeds coming yeah. to me. And at the time I didn't know it was twins. Mm. You know, it was just these little white figments just coming at me <laughs> figments yeah oh, it was yeah. it was so crazy you. but it was scary because i can't identify what they were mm -hmm. like even now thinking back i'm just like what was that you mm -hmm. know but now i know it was my babies mm -hmm. you know and it was two of them mm -hmm. and um i just i just kept saying i can't do it mm -hmm. you know so like i said i had the full rise of college mm -hmm. I, my mom was like you still going mm -hmm. you know we'll figure it out when it comes to how but you're still going. I had mm -hmm. definitely had support from my parents. Thankfully, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You would definitely say that made a huge impact, too, then. Yeah. Their support. And being in mm -hmm. my hometown, too. Mm -hmm. Because when it was time for a daycare, mm -hmm. a lady who my parents were friends with was just opening a daycare. Mm -hmm. So at three months, my girls went to daycare. I went mm -hmm. to college. Mm -hmm. Okay. Still, yeah. You were still able to go then? Yeah. I had okay. a full ride. That yeah. part was free. Yeah. Might you know, as well. I just had to figure out how we were going to pay for daycare. And mm -hmm. it was cheap. Like, mm -hmm. I'm from a small town, so it was like 75 a week. Hey, well, they need yeah. to bring that, those rates here. I pay 15 a month. Yeah, it was 75 God a knows. week for two kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the twins. Two, wait, Both 75 each? Or nah, oh, together. She God gave me, knows. I got a discount because it was twins. <laughs> yo, shout out to her. Nah, that's what's up because 75 yeah. total, um, yo, a week? Nah, that's that's unheard of out here, but nah, that's what's up. So um, that that's beautiful. So what now would you say, like, you having your kids, what, obviously, you already knew you had that 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 spiritual um pretty much experience what would you say some of the things they've taught you to help you even grow even more since they've been born hmm. 
so much. You know, mm-hmm. they they taught me my inner strength. Mm-hmm. You know, like they really showed me mm-hmm. my power mm-hmm. because it's meant times that I had to make decisions. Mm-hmm. You know that if it was just me, I would have done yeah. something else. You know, sure. but it was them. So I had to either put everything on pause and make sure mm-hmm. I'm making the money to support them mm-hmm. and myself, or I had to, you know, stop everything. Like mm-hmm. I had a full salon mm-hmm. in South Carolina. After I graduated college, I was able to open a business. Mm-hmm. I had to shut that down, mm-hmm. move to Atlanta because it was more of an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, so they just taught me that drive. Mm-hmm. You know, like really go. You got to mm-hmm. go because we're depending on you. Mm-hmm. You know, Beautiful. the... It's weird because it's like the other part, like the spiritual part and how to guide them, all of that came second nature. Like mm-hmm. that was just easy. Yeah. You know, Your discipline, mother, of course. everything. Yeah. yeah, that that part came easy. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't confusing. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have to ask anyone questions. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. beautiful. So what could you tell like a mother that's like trying to figure it out right now that like I said, I know it kind of asked it already. So let's say they don't have that intuition where it just came to them on a discipline or trying to figure out like how to raise them what could you give them an intangible to let them know like one is possible but this is a step you can take even though everybody's steps is different they you just have to stay focused you gotta mm-hmm. put your mind to it you have to want to mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. like nobody else can say like okay these are the steps i took you mm-hmm. take them just like this like yeah it's your path Facts. you know you have to say i have to do this mm-hmm. because it's no other option mm-hmm. and just do it yeah yeah, yeah so Facts. and when it comes to parenting in those moments like when you're under that pressure you have to that's who you give grace to mm-hmm. you know those babies yeah, because they they're new here mm-hmm. they don't know what's going on mm-hmm. they're looking for you to you for guidance correct so you have to know who you are to be able to guide them facts exactly and do you feel like you ever been because obviously i know they're older now so do you ever feel like You've been overprotective and you try to like learn how to like bag back from being overprotective. Although it's coming from good reasons. I'm not overprotective. Okay. Oh, not at all. Okay. You never you never felt like you was. When it when it comes to you're not gonna be exposed to that. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that's overprotective. Yeah, yeah, that's not overprotective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think that's being a parent. Like I think certain at certain times when they should be exposed to certain things or having certain conversations. So I definitely agree. Do you feel like well when you once you had the twins at any point, I think, I know I asked you this, I don't remember the answer, that you was like, all right, I'm not having no more, or you still wanted more, I believe. Oh, yeah, you After asked, you asked yeah, me. I, I did. And I don't hear that. Yeah, yeah. on the phone. But instantly i was yeah. like i'm never doing this again yeah. like i after that i went abstinent for like years yeah i was like i'm mm-hmm. not even doing yeah. that part because yeah. i know what comes from it mm-hmm. nah i was not trying to have kids again which, which part when you say what comes from it obviously because we know it was a beautiful thing and you you wind up going through with it so which part where it was like i'm not doing this again was it the the actual birth that pretty much like i ain't gonna say scarred you i don't want to put that out there but pretty much pushed you to be like nah i'm not having this again Cause I feel like that I'm not having no more. I'm sticking yeah. to my word, like, and I've been doing great. So I want to know what was the steps of got you to be like, I'm not doing this again. Was it the birth? Was it the the raising when you had those moments where you had to make hard decisions? Like, what was it that made you decide like at that point? Cause obviously we know now, but yeah, yeah at that point, I'm smiling because it's like <laughs> it's so many reasons. Like, give us all, <laughs> give them but all. The main thing, though, mm-hmm. honestly, is the partnership. Like, with mm. the parent. Okay. You know, so it's it's being my age, where mm-hmm. I come from, mm-hmm. I'm not going to just walk outside and find someone who yeah. matches my energy yeah. or understands where I'm coming from mm-hmm. or can even bring this, themselves to think on that level. Yeah. You know, not to lower anyone, but it's yeah, just, yeah. It's it's just what it is. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. So yeah. with that, I'm like, okay, I'm not trying to do this again. Without a partner. Yeah. Okay. But not necessarily marriage though yeah you know just you. someone who yeah. understands even yeah. if the partner is a friend who's mm-hmm. like okay you can have the baby because you know we want to have children mm-hmm. but i'm gonna help you yeah you know like mm-hmm. and i think the the thing about it just being a partnership and not necessarily marriage mm-hmm. i think that still is something Beautiful. that yeah it yeah, is definitely sure. but i think I think with society and, oh, you got to be married before you have kids and all of that, like, that's still something that I work through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, I don't care yeah. to be married. Like, yeah. I never, I'm not the the girl who planned her wedding already yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, no, nah, I agree with that. And I told you this, too. Like, that's one of my favorite quotes, F Society Beliefs, because if you spell out beliefs, lies is in the middle. Like, 
it's a matter of how what route you want to take. So I'm glad you said that because society going to try to put the propaganda out and say you got to do it this way. And I think at the end of the day, you just got to do what you want to do. If it feel great for you, I'm in full support. I just don't, I agree a thousand percent still. Like the society believes that you got to get married by this age or you even got to be married or their quote unquote status or status of what marriage really it looks like is different for everybody. And if that makes you happy, if you want to follow that, so be it. So I'm glad you said that. For sure. So um, with that, then, so as far as I know you said you transitioned, so let's just double um, hit the, the vegan. So what made you go vegan, even though I already know, but we got to tell the audience. Okay, so my health, mm -hmm. you know, um, I was working all the time because mm -hmm. I had a nail salon. Mm -hmm. So um, and, and twins. You yeah. Know? And I started to experience like extreme menstrual, mm -hmm. menstrual cramps. Mm -hmm. it, it was before like mm -hmm. high school. Um, which is how I got pregnant. I yeah. was in the middle of switching birth controls because mm -hmm. it wasn't working for me anymore. Yeah. You know, but... Your birth I, controls never work. I'm sorry. Same. Yeah, <laughs> it, they don't. don't but work. that's that's what I had to come to <laughs> yeah. realize. It was making me sick. Yeah. Like, I would have to go home from school if my cycle came on in class. Mm. Like, I was on the floor. Mm. My teachers knew, like, no, yeah. call your mom. Yeah. Because it was that painful. Mm -hmm. And I was uh, doing a client. She was from DR, Dominican mm -hmm. Republic. And she was like... In my country, we don't have PMS. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? You know what PMS is? No, nah, explain. It's like what women go through okay. just like before their period is about to come. Like, okay. You know, like pre is that spotting or something? It's premenstrual symptoms. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Symptoms. Okay. You know? So it's just like some women have cravings, mm -hmm. you know, cramps, back mm -hmm. pains. Mm -hmm. Some people's vision go blurry. Like it's mm -hmm. just all types Different of stuff, stuff. Just yeah. hormonal stuff. Yeah. So she was like, we don't have that in our country. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? So she did a poll on, like, Facebook or something. Mm -hmm. And everybody in her country was like, we never yeah. heard of that. So I'm like, dang, what's in our country that's making us <laughs> experience this? Talk about it. You know, so <laughs> that, was, that was an eye-opener. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. just as time went on, I started to have seizures when mm -hmm. it was time. Like, my PMS just got worse and worse mm -hmm. and worse. So I went to the OB. And they wanted to put me on a birth control. And I'm like, okay, if the birth control has this hormone, this hormone, this mm -hmm. hormone, I can't take it. Because yeah. I knew that those hormones Trigger. were already intense in my body naturally. Mm -hmm. So Fact. I don't need more estrogen. I'm a yeah. woman. You yeah. don't have to give me more. Fact. You know, so <laughs> my neurologist, uh, because I was having seizures, I had to go to a neurologist too. And I had a history of migraines. So he was like, why would she try to give you more hormone if we don't know the issue? So he cleaned, every, like, my slate from everything. Like, you're not taking this. Detox from this. And yeah. then we're going to test you. The hospital took a long time to clear the test. It was, like, three months. And he was like, we're going to go through three more cycles, and you could possibly pass out in that time. We're not doing that. Mm -hmm. What makes you feel better? And I told him, like, when I smoke, mm -hmm. I feel the best, like, at ease. Mm -hmm. You know, so then he said, cut dairy, mm -hmm. cut meat, you know, cut fish. Go completely natural. Don't take no medicine. Mm -hmm. You know, find a herb to fix everything. And this this was a white doctor. Yeah. Not saying that it makes a difference, yeah. but it was shocking to mm -hmm. me. You know, so when I did it, when I started to do it, within like six months, I didn't have any issues. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, it worked, you yeah. know? So I went full on. <laughs> you were shocked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I went full on. Yeah. What and what what did you did you ever go back to those old other doctors and show them and did they ever nah, nah? okay because I, I know usually when you do that they be like so in shock because it's like bro like how how is it possible they only study the disease and when it's too late or treating like you said giving it other side effects when you're trying to avoid that too so they continue to double down on the BS yeah, yeah so I didn't know if you went back I know like some people have and they still just be in shock but it's like bro the, the proof is in the pudding or whatnot like you said you you went through the doc, the uh, the new doctor the white doctor and he put you onto all these other things like this the natural from the natural aspect and it worked immediately well immediately to, 6 months yeah i would have to go to doctors from back from my childhood like i was mm -hmm. always like yeah. in and out of the I'm allergic to this mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, it was always an issue. Mm -hmm. And it was all because of, like, stuff I'm using on my hair, mm -hmm. my skin, diet. Yeah. Once I realized that, like, I was always breaking out with hives. Mm -hmm. It was always something wrong. Yeah. So once I realized the root, mm -hmm. you know, I just cut it all off. I, Facts. I couldn't go back to my allergist. He was mm -hmm. in, like, his 90s, and I think yeah. he passed away. Yeah. But <laughs> he, was, he had me on, like, allergy shots twice a week, you know, as a kid. So all of that yes. stuff affected me, too. Yeah. You know, so I had to detox from everything. Mm -hmm. How often do you detox now? Um, Still. 
I don't really I don't really do, go through detoxing, now, okay. especially now that I'm pregnant. Got you, yeah. You know, but I just eat clean. Okay. And so when did the when did the the chef start part? And I, I was meant to say this too. Like the only issue I have is I ain't trying none of the food yet. But keyword yet. So yeah. when did the chef transition start? Because obviously I know you transitioned, but let's talk about that transition because becoming vegan. I don't even like to use the word vegan, but for the lack of a better word, yeah. switching over to the natural remedies and everything of that nature. What was that process for you? Well, I still don't consider myself a chef like everybody okay. does. You're a chef. I, I don't care what nobody say. You see your I page? Don't, no, I Shoot. don't. I don't. I just... I, <laughs> I'm going to put I, it on I, you, though. <laughs> thank you. But um, I, I was working, you know, mm -hmm. like as a nail tech mm -hmm. for 10 years. And it was so, so much on me. Mm -hmm. um, and I went through, like, I had a stillborn in 2018. Mm -hmm. My condolences. Thank you. So after that... It was like I really went deep into my healing, mm -hmm. and it was hard giving to so many people, mm -hmm. like in in that space, mm -hmm. um, because when you're doing nails, you're servicing someone, yeah. you're holding their hands, mm -hmm. you know, you're feeling their energy. My energy might not be here for you today because yeah. I'm somewhere else. Yeah. Like I'm in another room. Yeah, facts. You know, battling. Mm -hmm. So, um, I slowly started to realize, like, okay, this isn't for me. I gotta find something else. Mm -hmm. You know, and then my daughters really needed me. Mm -hmm. Like, they were in public school, but I can see that they needed yeah. me to teach them. Correct, yeah. You know, so I stopped and I started homeschooling. Mm -hmm. But I still needed to make money or find a way, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to make money while I'm here. Mm -hmm. So what am I doing every day? Three times a day, I'm feeding them, I'm mm -hmm. cooking. You know, and this is already my lifestyle. Why mm -hmm. not put it out there? Mm -hmm. Why not promote it? Yeah. So I just started posting. <laughs> Took off since. Yeah. And, and what year was this exactly that you did the transition? 2021. 2021. Okay. So, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay. So, 2021. Not not, yeah, not long ago. Yeah, fresh. All right. So, cool. So, what was like, even with that transition, then what was like the biggest battles? I know you said you was cooking. But like, what was your biggest battles of trying to find food? Because I know when I transitioned, it was like, what can I eat? I'm so used to something else. So, like, what was that process for you? Well, I was already vegan um, mm -hmm. about five, six years before oh, okay. that. Yeah. Okay. But that's why I decided to promote it because it's mm -hmm. like, I'm already doing this. this Got is, you. This okay. is second nature to mm -hmm. me at this point. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to that, like I said, I went vegan when I was still in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. So, okay. and this, that's a food desert. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no options. Yeah. Even when I go back now, there's no food. Mm -hmm. So I just had to really get creative and figure mm -hmm. it out. I had to educate myself yeah. a lot. You mm -hmm. know, a lot of the times fasting was a thing. Mm -hmm. Like that's when I detox and fast the most, yeah. when I knew I didn't have food. Mm -hmm. So it was like, okay, just teach yourself to fast. Correct. Get in deep into your meditation mm -hmm. and learn what fasting can do for you. Yeah. You know, I was small. I was really small. <laughs> yeah, I but see you posted that. Yeah, 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 I was really small, but I was clear, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. mentally. Which is beautiful, yeah. a beautiful thing. And then you started transitioning, like you said, heavier weights and things of that nature that pretty much helped bring the weight back on. Yeah, and learning okay. learning more so what to eat, what, what I could eat, mm -hmm. like grains, mm -hmm. you know, legumes. I was mm -hmm. just learning more fruits. Yeah, like, I've been you. exposed to way more fruits and veggies mm -hmm. and, and different types of beans or grains and ways mm -hmm. to cook it than I've ever had. Like, when you're not vegan, you stick to what you know. Correct, you know, like, yeah. oh, I don't eat that. And you yeah. just don't try it. Yeah. But when you're vegan, you like, okay, let mind. me see what this is about, you know? Mm -hmm. Nah, oh, facts. Yeah. I, I got to show you a, a, something I just had the other day uh, when I got back in town. Well, before I left, before I got back in town, I had some some different food, and it was fire. But I'm going to show you that off camera. But um, being that we're speaking about education, I want to double back um, to homeschooling, that process. So what was that process for? Because I think... Everybody should be homeschooling their children. Not say I tell people what to do. I think you need to teach your children more than you let in a public school or even private school teach yeah. your children. Because then you don't know what they're truly instilling, even from the subliminal messages, which is probably the most important at the end of the day. So what was that process for you to start homeschooling? My main thing like, was I understood the education department. My mom worked in the education mm -hmm. department, and so did my great-grandmother. So mm -hmm. I understood, you know. Um, it's standards mm -hmm. that they give out to each mm -hmm. state every year. That's yeah. what you have to follow. So no matter the level that your child is on, they have to follow these standards. Mm -hmm. And they have to move forward so they can get done, so they can do testing at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay, if your child does not 
need that, mm-hmm. it's just going to pass them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I want my child to gain. Yeah, facts. You know, so I went to multiple meetings. Mm-hmm. You know, I had tutors. I put her in this program with mm-hmm. school. You know, then they tried to give her like an IEP. I knew you were about to they say They tried it. to give her an IEP. So I'm like, what? Yeah. This baby is so intelligent. Yeah. You know, like, but I still mm-hmm. went through it. My mom worked with special needs. So mm-hmm. she was like, the IEP can protect her mm-hmm. in ways. Mm-hmm. So try. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I did. Pros and cons. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. And I just felt like it was BS, yeah. you know? So I stopped. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. The pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and that's what really pushed it. Mm-hmm. Because once they started doing school online, mm-hmm. and I saw that they was just giving them busy work, yeah. and you have a whole year that you're lacking. Mm-hmm. You're not learning this year. And then they're going to hold it against you in next year when things open back up. But they're not going to hold it mm-hmm. against them. They're just going to pass them along. Mm-hmm. In the long and run, And you're not going to get yeah. it. Correct. You're never going to grasp those concepts that mm-hmm. you could have grasped when you were six or seven mm-hmm. or eight. And now you're trying to grasp it at 15 Mm -hmm. is 20 times harder. Mm -hmm. Just because when your mind was open to Mm -hmm. soak all of that up, you you missed it. Yeah. So you you ever read the um the Dr. Umar book um special um I forgot the name of it. I read it a few years back, but it was his book talking about like the IEPs and the whole school system, how they how they how it originated and then like I said, the IEPs and why they instill it and how much like the government gets from it, even like the director of the education overall, like their original views on us, especially as just black people in America or whatever, things of that. Have you ever heard that book? Nah, I, I'm gonna have to give it to you. I read it a few years, like years back, but um, it just broke it down. Like, understand? That's how I knew you was about to say IEP. Like, how it's yeah. all a business for them. At the end of the day, oh, yeah. it makes sense pushing it, pushing it in, pushing it out. So yeah, I definitely um gonna have to share that with you after the fact. But um, I want to double back. So what I know you said it was so many different things. What was some other, or maybe two other things that made you feel like, all right, I don't want to have another child. I know you said it was so many. <laughs> I got to double back because I, I I got my reasons oh my too. Goodness. I want to see if you don't any... want to have another child. Hey. <laughs> you like you nah, like wait. I, nah, I'm glad you said the partner. I think the partner is definitely definitely important. And thankfully, me me and mine's are had a great relationship. Even when we wasn't together, we still had a great relationship. With the separation, it wasn't like we didn't focus on a priority. It was always like some level headed people. It's always level headed at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I've seen how other fr- I got friends that they BMs and ran them over with a car, like all type of stuff. So I'm like, yo, like I don't never want to deal with that. Yeah. But thankfully, I never had that situation. It was just like. With me, it's so many different things that I wanted to do in life, and I'm still doing them, don't get me wrong, but I just feel like a child slowed that down. Not a knock, because I don't regret my child at any by any means. It's just like it slowed it down, and it's like, why would I go do this again? I'm good with, with him. Like, I'm great. Yeah. We could, I could still do everything I still want to do, even though it probably slowed it down. Now I could speed it back up because he's getting older now. So I was like, I'm not going to go back to this and then them, them terrible tools phases. Oh man, I'm not doing this again. So yeah, that's how I feel. That's one yeah. of my reasons. So yeah, okay. So just the challenges of being a parent is, is yeah, good. like yeah, I enjoy it. Though. It's a, it's a lot of beautiful things to it. I don't regret it, but yeah, it's you can say that. A challenge, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, I'm having another child yeah. right now. Congratulations. Thank you. Well. So I'm not. Um, I thought about it. Mm-hmm. You know, after I had my stillborn, that was a complete accident. Mm-hmm. Like. Even that pregnancy. All my pregnancies were accidents. That's yeah. the only one that was planned. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, that's what's up. Like, I'm going to just be honest. Like, <laughs> I wasn't purposely yeah. like, I want to have children. Yeah. This is what I have to do yeah. to have them. Yeah. Nah, it was, I was young the first mm-hmm. time. You know, that was a complete accident. Yeah. The second time, I, I was confused because I know I took a plan B. I mm-hmm. know I did. It mm-hmm. didn't work. So, but you know what? Like, situations happen mm-hmm. and... If, if it was meant for that child to be here, they mm-hmm. would be here. You know, mm-hmm. God had a different plan, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it opened me up to a different level of healing mm-hmm. and it made me become a different person, yeah. you know. So I'm thankful for the experience, mm-hmm. even though it was traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still thankful, you know, yeah, I'm grateful for, sure. for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, stopped, I stopped having that idea of not wanting to have children because... I wanted that partnership with the person, right? Mm-hmm. Especially like once healing mm-hmm. and learning more about feminine and masculine energy. 
um, on a on a human level, mm-hmm. you know, because in in the spiritual mm-hmm. realm, it's it's just like one thing, mm-hmm. you know, like the the higher power is one mm-hmm. entity. It's mm-hmm. not separate from masculine and feminine, right. you know. So like on a human um. In a human realm, mm-hmm. you know, we we have masculine and feminine, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be able to embrace that masculine mm-hmm. from someone else, not from myself. Because I knew how to be a single mom and mm-hmm. how to work and how to handle everything, mm-hmm. and I couldn't be selfish in those moments. What if they wanted to procreate? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the woman. Yeah. I'm. I have to. That that's my role. Mm-hmm. He can't do it. Yeah. Or, or he could <laughs> with somebody else, but yeah, nah, I got but you. he can't carry the child. Yeah, is yeah, what I'm I got saying. you, I got you. Yeah, yeah. so um, once I found a partner mm-hmm. that understood, like, okay, this is what I need, mm-hmm. you know, and this is what I can give you in mm-hmm. return. Yeah, you know, then I, I was okay with it. Makes sense. Yeah, got you. Okay, now that that's that's a beautiful thing, and I, I'm glad you said that. It was uh one thing you said in there that I want to double back on. I kind of just forgot it because I was listening, but um, I'll, once it come back to me. Um, I'll double back on it. But as far as that, then, as far as the transition, like you said, finding a partner and not believing in marriage. So now let's go into that a little more, the polygamy aspect. Like, how did that come about for you? Just understanding. Mm-hmm. I never, I've never um, experienced it. Like, I've never, mm-hmm. um, well, not on purpose anyway, mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I'm saying? But just me in general. Yeah. Like, obviously, I wasn't born had one partner mm-hmm. and I'm gonna end with that one partner. I yeah. have multiple mm-hmm. fathers for my children. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so that's polygamy in itself. Mm-hmm. Like Correct. I didn't mm-hmm. stay with the same partner my whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like you have animals, you know, mm-hmm. they're polygamous. Mm-hmm. They don't have the same mating one. partner every single time. Yeah. Except the cardinal. Mm-hmm. You know they do. And if they lose their partner, that, yeah. they die. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, they that's stay together. An interesting fact right there. Yeah. Okay, so with that, so like, was that always like? I, I know you said since obviously you're, you're you're coming up or whatnot. Was that planned or did you? When obviously as you you obviously have leveled up your mindset and consciousness. So at at some point did that transition where you was like, all right, I'm open to this, or did it just happen? Like if that makes sense. I saw it a lot growing up. So okay, it wasn't like uh, I was closed off to it mm-hmm. because I always saw the man mm-hmm. taking care of all the families, mm-hmm. you know, but. He was, he was never, I've never seen a situation where the man was providing mm-hmm. financially, mm-hmm. spiritually, mm-hmm. mentally, you know, mm-hmm. emotionally to every single household. Yeah. Because he was broken too, mm-hmm. you know, but he was providing financially mm-hmm. and that was just enough for him mm-hmm. being that he had a family here, here, and here, mm-hmm. you know, but I never saw like a man complete. Mm-hmm. And when I say complete, I mean in those aspects that I just named. Gotcha. You know, yeah. I never saw him completely given all of to, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even now, like the, the children are older, mm-hmm. they don't deal with him because mm-hmm. they feel like that was missing. Mm-hmm. And even though the financial was there, mm-hmm. why were you doing this over yeah. here, here, here? Yeah. So it affects the woman and the children mm-hmm. mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. and spiritually yeah. a lot. You know, I think it's more of a benefit to men. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a rich man's sport, mm-hmm. like enriched not only in wealth, wealth yeah, financial, financial wealth, yeah, but spiritual mm-hmm. wealth too. Like you, exactly. you gotta know how to lead multiple families, mm-hmm. and if you can't do that, then go just take it. a step back. Yeah, yeah. Facts. go go get money, all right. So now nah, I'm glad you said that because that goes back to like everything I just said at the beginning, evolving in every aspect. So mentally, spiritually, like all these different aspects matter, and then even beyond that. And, and I, I remember what I wanted to say. Do you remember, because um, I know for me I had one, do you remember, like, anything that you've read, you read or was listening to when you was in that process of deciding having or having the child or even the second one, even though it was planned? Well, I guess the first two, your twins, because I know for me, um, I know I'm going to double back on that one too. I know for me I, was, I listened to a lot of Lauryn Hill during that time, mm-hmm. to Zion. And, like, that's the only thing I could listen to at that moment when I was trying to decide what route. So do you feel like you had, like, a book or a song that you listened to during those phases when you was just, like, like you said, in that depression phase of, like, all right, this is so many different aspects and you young trying to figure it out? Yeah. At that point, I didn't know how to, because I had to go to therapy after that, Mm -hmm. you know, um, like, during the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know how to 
utilize tools to mm-hmm. to help me progress. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't looking for a song or a book mm-hmm. or whatever um, because I I used my coping mechanisms mm-hmm. to heal writing, mm-hmm. getting it out. Yeah, you know, but never somebody or something feeding me. Mm-hmm. You know, so after therapy, yeah, she woke me up. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout they, out to your therapist. Yeah, they fired yeah. her from. <laughs> From the practice, because she was waking people up. Wait, why they fire her? Whoa, yeah, we got to no, 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 skip that. <laughs> I heard they fire, fire her because she was crazy. waking people up. She was telling them the truth. Yeah. And and being the practice she worked in, mm-hmm. like in the hospital, oh, they okay. wanted they wanted her to coddle. Yes, yeah. And she wasn't really going to do that. Yeah. I was okay with that. Yeah. Like she told me straight up, like. Mm-hmm. You think that you're about to have help from him yeah. taking care of these kids? Yeah. Like, he's not doing that. Like, yeah. listen to how you explain the family dynamics to yeah. me. She told me about family dynamics. She mm-hmm. told me about my family dynamics. Mm-hmm. She was like, nothing really wrong with you. We need it's to just, get her on the show. I don't, mean, I don't know where she is. I, can, oh, I don't man. even remember her name. Oh, like, we spent man. a week together. That's crazy. Yeah. You might need to start calling that hospital or whatever and see, like, you know, <laughs> tell them it's an it's a, it's a old family member and you just got to get the info because yeah. I wonder if she w- probably wound up opening her own practice at that point. I don't know. She was older. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And she was she was telling me, like, mm-hmm. when I went through, through school to become a doctor, I was pregnant and mm-hmm. it was hard. So don't think it's gonna be easy for you because mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. You know, and she was real, and I I appreciated yeah. that so much. You, you need know? that. But she she exposed me to family dynamics, mm-hmm. and she told me, you know, what do you use to help you go, like, mm-hmm. so you don't break down again, so you mm-hmm. don't have another mental breakdown in mm-hmm. in this space, like, you you release yeah. through writing, but if that's not enough, yeah. How else can you release mm-hmm. but feed yourself back? Yeah. You know, she told me that, so it was. More the main thing that I grabbed from it mm-hmm. is if something is causing issues, like within like mm-hmm. your parents, separate yourself from them. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. who they are to you. Facts. It's damaging you mm-hmm. and you all you have. Facts. Like at the end of the day, nobody walking with you. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody can have that connection with God with mm-hmm. you. It's just you. And your higher power, and Facts. that's it. And nobody gonna transition with you either when yeah. it's that time. So yeah. that's a fact. Nobody mm-hmm. born with you, even if you have a twin. twin yeah, like it's not. It's not still just you. Yeah, you know, exactly. you're your own entity. Mm-hmm. You know, so when she explained it like that, yeah, I grasped it like that. Yeah, and I moved forward. Yeah, I definitely hope you find her because that that's beautiful. Like you said, that it's not gonna be. It's gonna be really rare to find people that's gonna give it to you like that, especially when they work for these corporations and that's what keep their bills on. Like yeah. it's gonna be really, really rare. Yeah, so she was older, she did not care. You know nah. how like old people <laughs> yeah, just speak their mind. Say whatever. That was her. <laughs> nah, I got you. Care. Yeah, nah, that's funny. That's a beautiful thing though. And um I wanna um just also double back on this because I wanna commend you because I think and I already seen it and I could I could hear it obviously from what you already said, like the level of consciousness you've reached, but for you to, I don't know if you always had this at some point, but this is also why I started the brand, like just realizing some of the worst situations that people could look at or feel like are the worst situations in that moment. When you level up and you evolve, you realize these are somewhat the greatest moments and you're grateful for them. So when I heard you say you was grateful for the stillborn, not in the sense of obviously that you glad it happened, but you found peace in it. I think a lot of people have not got to that point yet. And I think that's, I feel like that's actually what my mission is. So for to hear you say that, I just want to commend you because I know it's probably a mother out there right now that may have went through that or going through that right now, or may even be about to start going through that, not to wish it on them, but that's just what it's going to be that they don't know. They may feel like, yo, that's the worst thing. So for you to be in a point or in a place where you found peace in it and you're grateful for it and you found like, not a single strain in your body where you just like feel away, you at peace with it. I just think that's a beautiful thing. Thank you. Nah, for sure. Thank and and I'll just say like, if it's anything you can give to somebody that's going through that or been through that, what would that be? A mother wise, or even a, a family actually. Yeah, okay. Um, for me, um, the, the way the situation occurred, like mm-hmm. what happened, it was out of anybody's control. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. 
um, it, it could have been detected if, mm-hmm. if it was looked for mm-hmm. earlier, you know, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it wasn't. It, mm-hmm. it didn't fall like that. Yeah. You know, so every I'm, I'm a strong believer mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason. Facts. Sometimes you just got to, like I said, be quiet mm-hmm. and the reasoning will come to you, mm-hmm. you know, um, but. And, and sometimes it takes time too. Mm-hmm. Like you're not just gonna sit there in silence, and then five minutes later you have the answers. Mm-hmm. It don't work like that. Sometimes right. you gotta go through life and more experience to say, mm-hmm. okay, I had this had to happen yeah. to me for me to get to this point. You know. So um, back to your question. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends on the reasoning. Mm-hmm. Like if you lost your child because you was wilding, yeah. then. Yeah, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> so you definitely should feel crazy. Yeah, hopefully they can but, get to peace too, though, though. Because like, you never but, know. Yeah. But even even yeah. then, though, it's like experiences. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like you 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 learn. Yeah, you live exactly. And you learn. Yeah. So even then, like you still have to come to common grounds and say, you know what? Mm-hmm. If, if the situation was different, mm-hmm. where would I be? Mm-hmm. You know? Facts. So that's what I did for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people... They think like, well, it's about what they want mm-hmm. and not necessarily what they need. Correct. You know, like, oh, I wanted my baby so bad. Mm-hmm. So it should have been here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but if that baby was here, then what? Mm-hmm. Like, you probably, being that, being that your mental state is what it is now, mm-hmm. you had to be far worse before. Mm-hmm. You know, so you mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have even been there for that child to, what they to need, give yeah. what they need. Mm-hmm. You know, and... How I look at it, like, my baby had a strong spirit, mm-hmm. you know, a strong soul, mm-hmm. and and we connected, mm-hmm. you know, like, we would have conversations, you know, it was crazy, like, I would talk to my baby all the time, mm-hmm. so when the my baby disconnected, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't notice it when it happened, because it happened so quickly, yeah. it was like, it wasn't a time where I was just going a week with that, with a deceased baby inside. It wasn't like that. It was mm-hmm. like one day I felt the baby moving. The next day I found out that he wasn't here no more. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, like it was a transition that needed to occur. Like mm-hmm. it just wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. And I accepted that part. So most people have to accept like it wasn't meant. Mm-hmm. No, nah, that, that's beautiful. I just soaking that up because I really hope that helps somebody out there that, Go, go is going through that or will be going through that because that's a beautiful how you just wrapped it up it's just the way you you, you spoke it um so i just commend you again for it and i want to ask you do you feel like at some point even with your children's father um do you feel like i know you said they don't speak to them now do you feel like at some point no they it, speak to their dad oh, okay my I think, girls speak to their dad it, it was at some point they didn't you said somebody didn't want to deal with them no. Okay, it wasn't that. It was some. Okay, you were saying for you then. For me. Okay, okay. I think I you said it twice. Okay, you don't want. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's good. So okay, yeah. that's what you said. So with yeah. that, do you feel like at some point, obviously people evolve. I, I believe people should be evolving. Do you feel like at some point you could get to that point if you find a place of, <laughs> you find a place of peace and maybe bro finds he evolves too that Yaka like. Someone just coexist, not saying be together, but coexist where y'all could have a conversation. Okay, I feel like this. My mm-hmm. daughters are 12 now. They're old enough to have whatever relationship mm-hmm. or conversation they need to have with mm-hmm. their father. It doesn't have to be a person that I carry on mm-hmm. in my future. Mm-hmm. Like, that's no benefit to me. Got you. Um, and as far as evolving, that's why it's no benefit to me. I have... And I don't feel like it's like that on both parts. Mm-hmm. But I saw that when I saw that, which mm-hmm. is why I made the separation mm-hmm. and decided to do what I needed to do mm-hmm. to be able to support me and my children. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't getting that. Hey, so be it then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So when when we going, uh, let's talk about when we going to get some food. <laughs> we going to get some of the chef food. And then also I want you to go in about, like, obviously just let them know about, obviously, your cookbook. Um, and I'm going to say, you know, I told you I tried one of your recipes and I messed it up. So that's why I'm just gonna be honest. I don't need to cook no more. It's like, no, nah, I'm gonna still cook, but I need to try nah. the food you be making. Cause I be seeing it and I be like, yo. But you wanna know what's crazy though? Mm-hmm. Even when I try a recipe for the first time, mm-hmm. it's not it. Even if I follow. And you record it? No, like, oh, even, general, if I, okay. if, even if I. Even 
if I record it and mm-hmm. it look good, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this is good content, but mm-hmm. it don't taste good. Appreciate the transparency. Yeah, that, that's real. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. watching um a YouTube last mm-hmm. night, Sweet Green. Mm-hmm. And I love her YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. So she she talks about vegan mm-hmm. and shares like what she eats. Mm-hmm. And she made a salad dressing, and she was like, "I just threw something in here, mm-hmm. you know. I would not tell y'all to try this yet. Mm-hmm. Give me time to mm-hmm. to perfect the recipe." Mm-hmm. And that that's true, yeah, especially but. with being vegan. Like mm-hmm. you trying stuff, you mixing stuff in a bowl. You like, oh, yeah. let me see what this sauce tastes like. No, that's a fact. Like it's it dawned on me yesterday or maybe two days ago mm-hmm. to use Dijon for my honey mustard instead mm-hmm. of yellow mustard. Yeah. Then I'm like, why wasn't I doing, doing this all yeah. before? You know, so it, it's like stuff, it comes. Nah, appreciate it. You just gave me some peace. I'm going to get back in the kitchen. Nah, I wasn't going to leave the kitchen because it is hard. <laughs> like, you got to cook as a vegan and especially out here. It's not, it's vegan options, but it's not as many in other places. Yeah. So it's like, when you, so I, I appreciate that because that's like, yeah, I'm going to definitely work on my stuff. Because like, I cook, like, simple stuff. Like, when I first transitioned, I didn't know what to eat. I started with, like, the Beyond Meat. After that, I had to get out of that. I don't even touch that no more. Do you feel like you started with that, too, when no, you first? No, when I first nah. went vegan, I wasn't. It wasn't even around, uh, probably, then. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. It, it came about later. Mm-hmm. And then I tried it, and I was like, Nah, this ain't it. It's cool, mm-hmm. but it still make me feel how meat yeah. made me feel. So gotcha. I didn't like it. But, um, um. When it comes to like just cooking in general, or mm-hmm. like when you said you can't find food some places, mm-hmm. I always find food. You know All right, what I well, do? send me the send me the uh, list. Nah, like <laughs> it's not even. Sometimes the restaurant not vegan at all, right? Like I've been to a restaurant and it's nobody knew what vegan was in this town at all, mm-hmm. right? Okay. But the chef was vegan, so I you gotta communicate sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I asked, I was like, is there any vegan options? And it was like, not on the menu. But our chef is vegan. But. <laughs> they just cook yeah. this food for yeah. a job. Yeah. So I went to him, and I'm like, I need food. And he said, I understand. Yeah. And he makes, like, fire. <laughs> he went Some in there with something up. He like, probably got excited because yeah, he's like, he this is happy. my food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And most most of the time, it's people from different cultures. Mm-hmm. Like I can go to an Asian restaurant that's not vegan, and I can mm-hmm. tell them I'm vegan. Yeah, easy. Mm-hmm. Indian restaurants, yeah. easy. Like because they know. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like Americans mm-hmm. they're so distant from it. Mm-hmm. Like it's a foreign language to them mm-hmm. to be vegan. Yeah. When other cultures, because it's in religion. Yeah, most religions are mm-hmm. vegetarian based. Mm-hmm. Correct. Nah, and I want to say, I'm glad you said that. It's funny because this is my issue, right? I'm glad you said it because I'd be going to spots because I have to, I'm I'm probably the only vegan in my family as of right now. Like, and then I just left my brothers and we wanted to go out to eat. But I'm like, bro, I'm going to have to bring my own food because everywhere we go and they're not going to have vegan options. And most of the time they probably just going to have like the basics, French fries. Like, I don't want French fries. I want to eat mm-hmm. something good. So the thing, being picky. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, you're right. <laughs> but nah, so I went to, uh, we went somewhere either way, right? And I'll ask people like, and even sometimes even at vegan restaurants, I'll ask people, especially the vegan restaurants, I'll ask them, all right, is anybody in here vegan? And it'd be everybody that's not vegan. So it's like, I'd be like, I'm trying to ask for recommendations even at vegan restaurants. And it's like, nobody's vegan. So, you know, as a vegan, it's like, you, I'd rather speak to a vegan on what's good because if you're not vegan, you're gonna be like, it's okay, I don't really like mm-hmm. it, or it's cool. Like, vegans know like what's good to us. Like, yeah. it, it can't just be like some regular basic stuff. Like, is it good? Don't tell me it's all right. You're not vegan, so you're not gonna understand. Right, so right. that'd be my issue when I go to spots, vegan or even non-vegan. Yeah. You can't really tell me if it's good. But how long have you been vegan? Th- this month makes my one year anniversary. Mm. Yeah. Still new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm new out here. That's why. Yeah. Hey, that's why I'm out there. I'm about to see the spots you be at. Yeah, yeah. I, but honestly, like, I see. I'll go Uber Eats or something. I mm-hmm. see a lot of vegan restaurants, and I'm like, I don't want that. It don't be don't looking good that. though. Some of the spots don't be looking good. The, the Asian spots though. What's the, the top spots, spots right now in Atlanta that you like? Atlanta. Just give me two. Oh, all right. Say. The Las Amelia. I ain't been there. I'm about to go there it's right Cuban, after this. It's a Cuban spot. I'm gonna get well, that. It's Latin, yeah, Latin, okay. Cuban Latin, but yeah, get the Cubano. I'm about to go there right after then. Yeah. Say less. It I'm opens at five though, so it's dinner only. 
That's fine. Okay. Say less. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it to go if I, if I got it somewhere else to be. So yeah. I want to ask you this. Um, I always ask all my guests this, and obviously I know you're gonna have a great one. Um, because it's no wrong answer. What, in your own words, what does evolving through experience mean to you? Everything we talked about. Yeah, everything we talked about for sure. Like mm -hmm. you, you have to go through it to be able to grow. Mm -hmm. Facts. So you have to. Like my grandmother used to say, you got to eat some shit. You got to be able to grow. Like, like hey, she used to less. say that all the time. But and I, so I'm like, what? I'm not doing that, Grandma. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like yeah. thinking literally. Yeah. But no, she, like you, you have to go through life experiences mm -hmm. to be able to, mm -hmm. to become a better person. Facts. And if, if you go through those experiences and you don't let it teach you anything, like. You're going to dissolve. Yeah. Evolve or like, dissolve. Why you here? Yeah. Hey, yeah. so be it. Hopefully people could get that get there so obviously i know why you transitioned too uh this was one of my questions do you feel like you will ever go back or do you have you ever had like even in the past withdrawal not withdrawals but feel like you may go back eventually no okay yeah. so i'm glad i'm not alone because I, I i my friends like yo bro you, you've been a year like come on come come back to this side but i'm seeing so many benefits from it that i don't think i ever want to go back yeah. I don't think it's going to make sense. I think for some people that I know that's been vegan for like 10 plus years, they transitioned back and they had their reasons. I think it's just a matter of what works for everybody else. But I didn't know if you had a reason if you, or if you ever thought about it. Even on a spiritual level, mm -hmm. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, like. See the benefits. Yeah, the benefits for sure. But when I when I had my stillborn, mm -hmm. um, I wasn't completely vegan at pregnancy. You know, mm -hmm. like I would um, eat seafood. Like, cause I craved it, mm -hmm. um, but it would make me sick every time, mm -hmm. you know, but it was a craving and I'm thinking mm -hmm. like, oh, I have to have it. Yeah. But afterwards, after going through what I went through and mm -hmm. like when I started getting deeper into meditation, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know why it just stuck to me. Like, mm -hmm. nah, vegan is the way. Like, yeah. then if you read the Bible, if you mm -hmm. read any holy book, like mm -hmm. it tells you that. Yeah. It tells you to practice a vegetarian diet. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, especially when when you're trying to get closer to God. Mm -hmm. So it's in Daniel, um, it's in Leviticus, mm -hmm. it's in I think I think Revelation talks about it too. But I know I know Leviticus for sure. Mm -hmm. Daniel talked about it too, because um, he he told the the people that he's not eating mm -hmm. meat. Yeah, like he's like nah, mm -hmm. I'm eating pulse. Mm -hmm. You know that's what they yeah. use in the Bible. But that's grain mm -hmm. and veggies, you know. So he he said that, and um, he convinced them to get the, the others to do it, mm -hmm. and everybody was closer to God. Yeah, yeah. Nah, beautiful. And uh, and, and with that, I got two. My last two questions was even with that. Um, my last two. You just said it. I just miss, miss missed it right there. Um, I'll come back to it. Then I'll double back with this one. At um, do you ever like wait? I know you said now this day and time, like a lot of people just promoting the polygamy. What do you feel like? Not even what you feel like. Where do you see like the disconnect where people, I guess, doing it for the wrong reasons? And how do you feel like that came about? If that makes sense, uh, it's ego, mm -hmm. ego, emotional mm -hmm. damage, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. men think, oh, polygamy me having sex with two women in the house and getting mm -hmm. them to do what I say do mm -hmm. and like because you're battling with your ego or mm -hmm. you're emotionally damaged and you yeah. need all of this validation mm -hmm. and just just stuff wrong like reason. that yeah. it's, it's no real reason yeah got you and yeah. I think that's even wrong even in a regular relationship like if the ego is the same reasons of, of what you just mentioned I think that's the same and even in a monogamous relationship mm -hmm. monogamy so I think that's just a matter of people, like you said, dealing with that and evolving because, again, my favorite thing is I'm going to always say evolve or dissolve. You're going to either evolve or you're going to dissolve. So I definitely agree with that. Um, so lastly, um, I don't remember what the other thing was, but what is one book that you recommend that you've read without any time in your, your life per time period that you could recommend or that had a huge impact on you? Three Magic Words by Yul Anderson. Three Magic Words. That you you Anderson? Yeah. All right, but I'm gonna have to download that on my on -E -L -L. my phone. U E L L. Okay. And what was the the biggest impact that you took away from that? Um, it it teaches you how to think. Think. Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of humans don't know how to think, so yeah, that's good. It, it gives you different <laughs> aspects. It's like it's simple. Yeah. It's real simple. Mm -hmm. You know, but 
it's it's kind of everything we spoke about mm-hmm. for real. Like mm-hmm. it, it teaches you how to think on a yeah. on a higher level without too much effort. As you should. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, any last words? Anything you wanted to let people know where they can follow you at? Any last words you just want to leave the audience? Um, and again, I appreciate you having you on. Like I definitely enjoyed the episode. But any last words you could tell the people? What camera do I look at? You can look at this one. This is your personal camera. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you can follow me uh, on Instagram at underscore Sharnice or Vibes with a Vegan. You know, my website is Vibes with a Vegan. I have my cookbooks, Seamoss, um, some magic. Everything's available on the site. Facts. Is she going to be cooking for us? Right now? <laughs> hey, nah, but I nah, appreciate you again. If y'all enjoyed another episode of Evolving Through Experience, make sure y'all follow us on all platforms. Share it with a friend. And if you're not evolving today, you're dissolving. So start today. It doesn't matter where you are in life right now. It's just a matter of you knowing you want to get to the next level. So catch y'all in the next episode. Peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs>